we're starting. We're Making starting off hot. We can get a, uh, yeah, I, a, I, a two fools agree old, on that one. Oh, old. by the way, look, we got the wide shot. Ah! <laughs> there was, there was, you had accountability. Now, what I can now, do, all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> no, no, not even. <laughs> Where, where, give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> Apparently, there's a fool fool rage. <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com. Wolf Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would... To trust a human to raise a pack of wolves? <laughs> before I would trust a pack of humans to raise a wolf. Right. I hear you. Yo, yo, what up, fools? Welcome to another edition of Two Fools Agree. As always, I am your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings, and we are back for the very we third back. time. We back again. We back again. This is the second album. Sometimes you just gotta put it down, flip it, reverse it, you know? Oh, shit! Oh, shit! This thing is... What you been up to? <laughs> we have been doing, so for those of you that are joining us oh, on the podcast shit. version and haven't witnessed the shenanigans of the live version, we just spent the last 15, 20 minutes talking about the football season, getting back from that. Shout out to Ralph Walker Jr., Nikhilin Haley, and Andre Jackson for making the All-District team. Looking oh, forward to seeing them get some recognition here, hopefully at the All-State level, and maybe getting some looks for that next level in terms of college. All three of them have the ability to play at the next level. It'll be a matter of the right fit, right time, right right situation. So, with all of that, I was kicking it back to Cliff, asking Cliff how he's been. And we know he's been laid up. Everybody watches hit the showers. No, he's been a little laid up. Yeah, I've been laid up. i tell you what. This was by far the worst recovery of anything I've had to go through. Yeah. Even being shot and all, it, and all that. <laughs> it wasn't fucking with this. Damn. That's no it wasn't fucking with this. Like, I mean, like the recovery, like, you know, like getting over it. Because, you know, your leg, you could just leave that. I could just stay there. I could just lay Yeah, there. you give me crutches. You know how fast I was on crutches? I believe give me a Give me a 40-yard dash on some crutches <laughs> against some... Listen, I'm out of there. <laughs> I'm out of there. But my shoulder, I didn't realize, like, how much... Even if you don't move it, how much everything else affects it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your chest tensing up. Your bicep tensing up. All that is going through your shoulder, and it fucks me up, boy. That shit fucks me up. I mean, I, I believe it. That's right. What's that? 
Don't be worried about my. Just know I know that's right. You know that's right. All right. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, it's never. It's not the first episode back for us. If there are some technical difficulties to get things started. For those that are unaware, I did. I did do a little preview of the full studio setup. Now that you know we're uh, continuing to grow the platform and all that, and getting back to obviously what is it? We consider this what season three point seven of. The fools. Is that what this is? I mean, we're still in season three technically because we do our seasons by the year, but we're coming up on season four. How about that? And we know we take a couple of weeks off here in the summer and in the fall for the high school football. Um, you know, you guys don't talk a ton about college ball on Hit the Showers. What have you seen? No, uh, we don't. We don't talk a, a lot about that. But before we even get into that question you were about to ask, we are trying to get some high school shit going. Okay. I've been asked about uh, by some people, and I do want to get, like, you know, like some something going for the local. A little local sports know? action. Yeah, even if it's just, like, a segment and where we can get, like, interviews with the young men and plug them for a minute and then release that separately type shit. No, I think that would be awesome. And honestly, I think when you're thinking about stuff like that, let's talk through it because you got to have a little bit different lens on it from a, uh, right. 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 Perspective. <laughs> Cause you know, that's the, why uh, I said it would have to, the fools and the hit the showers crew ain't exactly PG. <laughs> no. But if you want to do something nope. like that and get establish our or establish the the group as kind of a legitimate piece in that space, and not saying that what we do in hit the showers isn't legitimate, but if you're looking to expand that audience, especially if you're talking about high school kids, yeah, you got to just look at that a little bit differently, right? Um, but I that goes back to kind of the original vision, even with fools, where we would have you know local business owners, artists, whatever come on and i think that that's something we need to get we, we're going to take a look at getting back to and just right, trying to right, get additional right. people kind of back involved and looking forward to it because those are some of my favorite episodes where we've got you know a guest coming on talking about something they're passionate about etc right right so if you're listening and you're interested on in coming on and talking with us you know us hit us mm. up or just hit us up at foolproofentertainment at gmail.com. See, now you got my gears turning at the wrong time. Uh, see? <laughs> All I right, know. let me blank it out again. All I'm right. good at that. Don't All worry. right, well, since you're blanking things out. Blank those out. Why don't we go <laughs> ahead and ask the usual question. You got any advertent thoughts to get us going? I did have a weird one the other day. All right, what's, what you got? And I guess it kind of goes in with a podcast I was listening to today because they were talking about like, like generational, not generational, but like, I guess generational and ancestral like traumas, how you can pass the traits down, how science has shown you can pass the traits down to like, the you know we talked about that the whole experiment with the rats yeah 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 where you could pass where they down. gave the rats the the sugar water 
and they kept eating or drinking it, and then they put the electric thing on it to where they got zapped every time they, and then they had babies, and the babies would know, don't drink that water, water without even, you know, like they put the baby in there with it. Yeah, it's the, the whole, it's the and, whole like DNA memory concept. Right, and why... It was ironic that the podcast talked about it is because I was just running through the living room, right? And, you know, I got, like, my cords from, like, cutting my hair and shit. And the cord was shaped in, like, a circle, like a lasso. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I jumped around it, like... (laughs) Instead of through it. (laughs) And that... And that... That's something that goes back a while. You know right. what I'm saying? People didn't usually step in circles for that reason. Like, you don't know if it's a trap. You don't know what that is. You don't step Even in your own house, it might be a trap. I might have done this. Listen, I could have, right? You know? Never know. Never know with me. Well, that kind of ties out the in. Way them holes is all kinda, I'm saying. Don't step in them. That kind of ties into what my follow-up question was going to be there is, what are things kind of in your own life that you feel could be genetic memories or genetic or traits uh, passed down versus, you know, something that you've learned? I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a good question, right? Because I do feel like I have certain things that, Cause you know, I feel like uh, what's his name from? Uh, I feel like Matthew Bourne. Okay, is it Matthew Bourne? Jason Bourne. Or am I mixing Jason? I'm mixing the <laughs> the actor with <laughs> the character. Matt Damon. Right, right. I'm because I'm very, I am, I'm very defensive for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like not on like a personal level. I'll accept. You know, you know how I am around right. people, but at the same time, I'm always calculating situations always in my on head. Guard. Yep. And it's like, why, why do you do that? Like, why do you that can't be anything that I guess it could be I mean, learned could behavior be, over time, behavior. but like I get that. I wonder if like my general well, and that could be learned, too. I was going to say just kind of general risk aversion. Like, you and I are pretty opposite on the in that regard. Right. <laughs> right. I kinda you kind of charge into, into the... the risk, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. You let me know how it is, and I won't if say it's all good, I might. <laughs> Maybe subconsciously. You got that warrior mentality. <laughs> Maybe subconsciously. Because in my head, it's not like that. You know right. what I'm saying? In my head, it's get the fuck out the way until you're in the way. And right. it seems like I'm always in the way. It's why. Yeah. You go the why not, and I'll go why. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. Sometimes. Sometimes. I feel like I'm getting older and, you know. <laughs> starting to starting to calm down, like maybe I shouldn't do not even calm down, just wise up. That's also the defensive, right? Because 
It's like you got to be 10 steps ahead. Like we were just talking about it. I just got Malcolm hip to the uh, blacklist. Mm-hmm. You seen that? I, I'm aware of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you got to check that out. It's, it's, it's some shit. But the character in the blacklist, you know, the main character, Raymond Reddington, the thing that fascinates me most about him, and that's the intrigue of the show, is how ahead he is of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they don't tell you, but something that happened, and he'll be ahead of it. And you're like, oh, shit, how did he know that was going to take place? Because he had it mapped out. Yeah. He had that shit calculated. He was already thinking like that. And I feel like you got to be steps ahead of your situation. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, that's part of, like, again, I think a lot of that comes back to experience. Like, after you've seen things play out a certain way a bunch of times, like, you're a little more on guard. And, you know, I even translate that to, like, work life. Like, I can no, usually, I did, yeah. I can usually tell by the way someone acts. Like, all right, this is somebody I can be transparent with. This is somebody I've kind of got a tiptoe with, or this is somebody that is like should be inner circle. And I can usually figure that out pretty well. Right, and that's interesting that that would be your steps in the workforce. You know what I mean? Like because you're upper management, so your best. Yeah, well, not your best, but your your primary objective is to find the best people to delegate the work to. You know yeah. what I mean? Where I am the person it's being delegated to, so I have to see where we're going, expect what's coming, and plan for the worst. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like that's that's a, a motto that you should take everywhere with you. Absolutely. Whether it's your business ventures, your, your athletic career, plan for the shit that you didn't plan for. Right. How are you going to handle that when something goes wrong? And honestly, that's something we talk about in football. Or when it goes right. Or when, or when you're being addressed by multiple colleges trying to take you on a tour because you didn't think that your game could take you that far. Right. And then you could end up in a bad situation in terms of what was right. 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 And it's not as, it's not as hard as you think it is. If you dedicate yourself to it. Yeah. It's just not, it's a lot of work, but we all know you were prepared for that work all the way up to this point. Up until that point. That, Absolutely. Right. That was what all those practices and all that shit through Pop Warner and Little Jeez. League and building your way up was leading you to it's all those wasteful like... things you did in high school. That's it's almost it was like the stuff you that for. you're coached to do is the shit that you need to think about. Like now, don't get me wrong. There are definitely people that have and players that have like good instincts. Right. But even somebody with good instincts, the the, the trap that you fall into there as a player in life is that you get too comfortable trusting those instincts. And so right. you don't see when the swerve is coming. You don't see when the unexpected comes versus if you've had to work at it your whole life, you're able to see, like, I think you're able to see it a little bit clearer and see those kind of things kind of around the corner, the, that type of stuff. And honestly, I think that that's 
You know, it's interesting. My boss and I both kind of come from what I would say uh, harder backgrounds or harder areas. Right. And I think we have a tendency to like be on both be on guard, although we're, we're starting to be able to trust one another a little bit more, but we both can kind of see things coming before they come and be able to, and we're, we're prepared to speak to things in the moment. And it's funny. I was on a, a call earlier today, so don't remember. I, I know we talked about it a little bit, Finally did, uh-huh. finally did get the promotion, did get all of that, oh, created the the new org, all of that, but it's been a struggle kind of getting it up and running because there's been some resistance because nobody likes change, right? Right, right. And the one thing that I feel like I've done well over the last month in terms of prepping for all of that and getting everything out there and getting like the message out to the rest of the organization is that I've yet to be stumped on a question when I'm asked. And the reason for that is I have already considered 98% of the viewpoints that people are going to have about it. Right. And that goes back to exactly what you're saying around being able to see around the corner, expect the thing that's going to come, expect like, all right, this person is going to pretend to be okay with this, but then they're going to try to dismantle it behind the scenes. This person is actively going to fight me the whole way, but... They'll fall in line like when the push comes to shove. This person is a more of an unknown quantity, but I think if I do X, Y, and Z that I can kind of sway them, etc. And right. to your point, like it's very similar to what you can see on film if you're studying in football or get a feel for your teammates in terms of well, this dude's having a bad day today. How do I snap him out of it? Do I talk shit to him? Do I try to lift him up? Like, do you, do you, well, let me ask you this. Do you, did you, or have you ever been able to do that on the field? In terms of like being able to see what was coming. Right. I feel like, and the only reason why I ask is because I feel like I was always in the moment. Like, I, I may be able to call what play I may think is about to happen, but for the most part, I'm just in the moment. I'm I'm not thinking steps ahead when I'm on the field or even it or even in the ring. You know what I mean? Like, like you have to find that sweet spot, like that comfort, that level where you 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 slow it down. You your breathing's cool and you feel comfortable before I start feeling like I'm about to bait you into, but if you, if you have, that comes back to experience. I think though, like to your point, I don't know if I ever could say like, this is the play they're going to run unless, you know, unless they had heavy tendencies, right? What I was able to calculate pretty well after like three or four snaps Mm -hmm. was the snap count. And as a defensive mm. lineman, I That's could pick up on need. I could pick up on tells from the center. Like every center does something a little bit different before they snap the ball. No two right. centers snap the ball exactly the same. There's a little like twitch of the hand or a little tilt of the hand or right. a little bit of a hunch. Like and every one of them has a fucking tell. And when you get into it and you can feel that tell, you're not listening to whatever snap count or whatever's going on. You're watching that center and like right, right, long right. snap. And the reason why I had so many block kicks and block punts as a defensive lineman was long snappers are worse with it. 
because of the net or because of the motion of the adjust, snap, right. there's more stuff that they do. And I can't tell you how many times where if you watch something on film or if you watched it from the sidelines, you thought I jumped off sides. Right. I didn't. I went on the ball movement and the ball movement was not snap. It was up and snap or down and snap or right. a rotation and snap. Like, and I never once got called for it because it was boom, boom in terms of that ball started to move and I was gone. That's interesting. And that was, you know, there's a reason why I led, should have led my team in sacks. I led my team in tackles for a loss when I played, like those kind of things. And that was exactly right. it. It's also why, and it's funny because we, we showed our, uh, I don't remember who, was it, was it CT? Somebody put their, their highlight reel in the chat or in our group text, and I sent mine over. Yeah. And there's one play where it was live TV game, and you see me come through and make that tackle in the backfield on that tiny running back. They didn't run the ball the rest of that game. <laughs> for real? They ran the ball on, like, the first or second play of the game. I made that tackle for a loss. They did not run the ball the rest of the game. Against Millsaps. Did y'all win that? Yes, we did. It was the only playoff y'all win. Better. In, only playoff win in CMU's history. Y'all better win that. <laughs> man, but that man, we ain't gonna get into that. That's sports talk. That's true. That's sports talk. I just wanted to ask from a from a athlete perspective because all the athlete athlete all of the time spent back in the day, I never, I don't remember applying what I said other than, you know, you get hunches. You get hunches like this one's coming my way or they're eyeing this, this you know, my receiver. Yep. But I don't know that I ever, but really you don't have time to. No, but it's, it's, that's where I'm like, it's not necessarily thinking 10 steps ahead there, but it is how fast can you recognize tells. Right, right. Like, I'm sure receivers, much the way like a center, you can he has a tell for how he snaps the ball. I'm sure probably 99% of receivers that play the game of football have a tell as to when they're going to break. Well, see, I wasn't really worried about that so much. I wasn't really worried about your break so much because I feel like if I played you right, you're supposed to touch the ball before right. me unless unless I cut or unless break on your, your pass. Yeah. You should be the one to be able to get your hands up on that ball. But the question is, can you hold on to it after I hit you or rake? Because I'm always going to be in position. Yep. No, Absolutely. I know I'm not the fastest, but I can keep up with you on a route. Right. I know to give you a good two, three-yard cushion just in case you pick up the speed. I got time to acknowledge and catch up. Get those hips flipped. You know what I mean? <laughs> those are the the those are the Go from the, the back Steve, pedal to the trail. <laughs> right. The the Steve Nash's, the people that aren't the the best, but they know the angles. Yep. Yeah, I can cut you off. I know you're faster than me, but right here, this step just stopped you. You know, that has actually been the fun thing to watch with A-Reg in, like, his soccer games 
He is very good, and I'm excited to see it in basketball too. He is very good at baiting the pass. Mm-hmm. And kind of like playing off of his man or off of a man or in space. Right. And breaking like right as the throw is being made. I'm telling you, right he's as... going to be a linebacker. He's not going to be your defensive line. <laughs> you might be he's right. Gonna, he's going to be, a, I'm telling you, he's going to be a linebacker. But his when he instincts... starts getting bigger and like, fill, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Like shedding the weight, out. like not being, not looking so. No, I mean. Then it... you get to be more aerodynamic and quicker and get after it. Well, and that's the thing, is that if you have good instincts like that, you can make up for maybe a step behind in speed. Right. Because you're reacting faster and you're breaking faster. Listen, you were great. I'm not going to lie. You've impressed me, even watching you in college and all that. But he's way more coordinated than you. (laughs) By far. (laughs) By far more coordinated. He's just, he's He's like, I remember you as a kid and then watching him. It's like he's as big as he is. He's nimble. You know what I mean? He is. And honestly, you can tell that's not his natural build. He's going to break that down. No, and I think even watching him, you know, even his energy level this season versus like the spring season, like. I got to get he out there. You got to let me know when they quit. at. Well, I know they Sundays, right? Basketball's coming up. Basketball's on Sundays. I'll that's let you what know. I want to see. I'll let you know when games start, and you can you can make it out for one. Mm, that's what I want to see. Soccer. I, I mean, I enjoy playing soccer. I don't like watching it. I mean. Remember I told you I, pl- I didn't play football one year to play soccer. <laughs> I immediately regretted this decision. Man, listen. <laughs> No, but that's actually I got called the things that uh, that was the other thing about this was the first season where like he's not the only one that's seeing the field like that. And that was by both parents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think that that's been the exciting thing this season, though, is that like it's not it's not just him. He's finally got. Because he's always had good, what I'll call, like, field presence and field vision. It's just whether or not he's motivated to hurry. He started this year, like, one, his, like, overall energy level was better. But, two, he and his teammates, especially, like, the top three or four kids on the team, which I would include him in, they all started to get a little bit better vision. And, like, dude, some of the passes and shit that they did, like, there's one in particular that is – be frozen in my mind for a while. Are we talking about this is soccer. soccer still? This is soccer. Okay. His his boy that he lives next door to at his mm-hmm. mom's house had a corner kick and launched it from the corner to in front of the goal, and Andrew just pinpointed it in in terms of like kick from here, come over here, and Andrew on on time just knocks it in. And it was one of the first times that I'd seen, like, them actually execute, like, a play right, in soccer. Right. And you could tell that they were directing one another with their eyes, with their body language, with everything. And what I'm excited about is that even when somebody doesn't necessarily have the vision that he does, he's able to start directing traffic. 
Right. Which is right. why your point around him playing like linebacker, I, I kind of agree with because playing that or and he won't I'm ninety percent sure he'll never be a safety, but he'll be that quarterback of the defense that can have the vision. You don't know say, that you go either. Here, you, go here. you don't know that either. Cause he could top out. He could top out around six, three, six, four. That's true. And if he's, you know, chiseled spelt. <laughs> and I'm sure he could be depending on the sports. He, Cause if he plays basketball, like yeah. if he just has an interest, and it's clear he does, he does. he's good at it too. Well, I'm if he all for him playing. doing this for a couple years. He's gonna he's gonna slender out because that's what they want, you know. Like not big, but slender out, and I, that's going to be the start of I am all for a linebacker safety. Body. I am all for him continuing to play these sports that make him run, whether it's soccer or basketball. Man, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a hoss though. Dude, he hit me the other day. We play fighting, and he his head's as big as a bowling ball. Already. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's gonna be able to hit you. And he's just built, man. Like you look at him and you think he's chunky, and then when you see him in like shorts or whatever, like his legs are fucking solid, man. <laughs> right. He's got legs like but I do. But that's how you are, That's how I didn't you have back then. My legs weren't that weren't as solid as his until I was like right around middle school age. Like he is already waist down. Like you'll look at him and because he's a bigger kid, you're like, oh, that's a just you know a fat kid. No, he's not. Right. He doesn't have that's what I say. He doesn't have nimble. the gut he's... that I had at that age. Like, <laughs> man, yeah, so. he's if he wants it. That's going to be the thing is the motivation side. And right. If he wants like, it, the world sees. Absolutely. Freaking Luli. All right, man. Enough enough gushing on my child because uh, I don't want him to hear this at some point and be like, Dad, you said I was so good. No, stop it. What? No. If you want it, <laughs> If you nigga. want it. <laughs> oh. If you want it. So speaking of yeah, you, the, the word you just used. <laughs> He, yeah, he was a ninja for Halloween, and so like the last three weeks, I've just been going, "What up, ninja? <laughs> Come on, ninja, get your ass he, over here, ninja!" He ain't hit you with no flying star. <laughs> it said, "Watch your mouth." <laughs> he, we were playing. Uh, I think we were playing Minecraft earlier, and he's. <laughs> He, he slipped up. He's like, instead of saying, where's my axe? He said, where's my ass? And I'm like, how'd you lose it, Andrew? <laughs> I'm going to tell your mom that you swearing over here. <laughs> All right. All right. What you got on your mind? Because I know this damn Minecraft block booty ain't nothing <laughs> looking at. It was funny. I dropped him off this morning, and there were two little girls kind of chasing him around, and Got to ask him about it after I picked him up. <laughs> mm. It's all right. You're gonna have enough of that when yeah, you no get doubt. of age. Those blue eyes, man. You devil devils. All right, switching gears. Gear switched. What have you been uh what you've been watching? What you've been playing lately? Like I said, I've been on that Raymond Reddington heavy, and then what I so realized, wait, what is, what well, is I guess that? I'm, wait, wait, roll, roll back. 
What is that? The Blacklist. Oh, is that Blacklist, Raymond Reddington? Yeah, man, okay. I'm telling you. Especially you. You don't like some shit like that because it's like... I have been looking for another show because all my shows are over now. So And Blacklist has like nine seasons and each season has like 20 episodes. Okay, are they half hour or hour long? Hour. That's a, that's a big commitment. <laughs> all right. But I'm telling you, once you start watching it, because you think he, well, he's like a dude that doesn't really get his hands dirty. Okay. But he gets his hands dirty, if you know what I mean. Like, gotcha. like he's not the, like, he's a, like a, like, he comes off as like a rich, pompous dude. But is he's he, is one he the, step ahead of you every time. Okay. And what's the general, what's the general plot or idea of the show? Okay, so without giving away too much, there is a young lady that he's interested in who works in the FBI. Okay. And he is a criminal, like like basically one of the top criminals they've been trying to catch type shit. And he basically says like, he'll work with them for his freedom in taking out all of the world's worst criminals. Okay. So they go after like all kinds of people, like, you know, like sex, the world's worst sex trafficker and the world's uh, worst arms dealer and like shit like that. And, but what you don't know is he's doing that for his agenda as well. Gotcha. So is you he, feel what is I'm saying? Like, so he's knocking off like, competition as well as helping gotcha. the FBI. And he's like, going off, he just he's going off Frank. He's going off Frank Lucas on it. <laughs> man, it's crazy. Frank Lucas ain't even get a hand up like this. Like I'm telling you, like he can he can fly to Nigeria and be like, my guy, didn't I tell you to stop? selling your guns in America. So you got about 24 hours to get out of here for the FBI comes raids all your, you know what I'm saying? But leave all your money and leave everything and we'll call it even. Okay. All right. For me helping you. Yeah. This sounds like it would be up my alley. It's all like, it's, I'm telling you, it's the hottest shit. And his best friend is an African dude. Uh, like a, uh, I don't know what they called him. He wasn't like, I think he was like an ex-mercenary or something that he met on like a trip and they both was down bad and helped each other survive. So they, I mean, it's a good show. All right. I'll have to check that one out. It's a good fucking show. That's what I watched a lot of when my, uh, when you were laid up. Mm hmm. Okay. Couldn't even sleep on my back. Ugh. I had to sleep sitting up. I had to put a trash bag full of blankets and sheets on my bed up against the wall and just sleep sitting up against it the whole night for probably like a month and a half. That, and that can't be good sleep either. I couldn't. Ugh. I couldn't at all. That's rough, dude. Man, it was tough. So It was tough. It was worse than the, the leg, but what? No, I was going to ask, so did you watch the most recent season of Cobra Kai based on our text? I didn't think so. So that wasn't the one where the kids all, where Daniel beat 
what's the name he and the kids threw and they had the playing on the Oh, Remember so, the kids broke in and they downloaded all the shit from the computer oh, no, and they that got is jumped. That, that is it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. got jumped in there and then they played it on the screen. Yep. And everybody, yeah, kind of turned so, everybody against them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was interesting. I actually like that they took it there. In terms of, it, it, it almost seemed like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like the stakes have been artificially inflated, kind of along the way, like kicking them over the balcony or whatever, but, like, they went with, like, weapons with the adults <laughs> at the end of that season. Did they fight with weapons? Uh-huh. Silver, like, stabbed Johnny at one point, and we thought Mike Barnes Oh, yeah, in the house, when they went yep. in the house. But that's why I was like, why would you go to the house? Like, you're going to go to their house, so best-case scenario you get a breaking and entering right. and assault in their own property. No doubt. That's what threw me off. You kind of got to get stabbed. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? Just so it's like, but I also he ain't going that to press charges now because <laughs> he stabbed me. I also think that that's what the show has done well, though. Like, they have... They're... What? While we know each are, other. He stabbed me. He ain't gonna press charges. I, I while, while there is like a clear protagonist and antagonist every season, like they do enough to make you care about both sides and like see both sides of view, points of view to an extent. Less so with so. Oh, no, I know what you. I know what you're ones, saying. Yeah, nah. They're all like sympathetic characters, and I thought the dude that came over from Okinawa, like he's not even season. Well, Crease, yeah. And how about the after cliffhang- I saw Crease in the overseas, I was like, I, I get it, I get it. Like no he, doubt. like he was cool. Like even when dude was like teaching him, and he was like, or, or telling him he would cover. He's like, Nah, I'm cool. I'm just focusing on this right now. He would. Everything was a one about him. He just, even in the movie, like him smacking the kids and uh, roughing them up still i don't have a problem with. <laughs> right you just do it he was teaching the way he thought they needed to be taught right now the issue became where you had him do that dirty shit to daniel yeah. in the competition because if you truly believe that your form of martial arts is the best right i don't want to cheat not a bit Right. Matter of fact, I want to give you an advantage. Exactly. Sweet so that's egg. some real ho-ass shit right there, but... Do you have a problem, Mr. Lawrence? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm better than him. I, I'm not trying to do that to show you I'm better Lawrence than him. Sensei? How do we know that Johnny wouldn't have won if he didn't do that? If he hadn't gone for the leg sweep? How we know? It's true. Because then he wouldn't... He Maybe he didn't think about like just having to balance on one leg. I did like that they ended it with that cliffhanger a little bit with Crease escaping prison and the hospital right. and like playing dead and all but that. But now shit. though, now it's weird, right? It's real weird. Oh no, like this show is off the rails, don't get me wrong, but that's part of why I like it cuz like it acknowledges that it is to some extent. Right. No, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> How do you bring it back? Right. Because now, how can he teach anyone 
if he's on the run from prison. Because <laughs> even if he clears his name, you're still going back. Right. Maybe for assaulting on, you know, although the, maybe they, they maybe somebody filed a death certificate for him and he's dead. <laughs> New identity. So now, who is he then? <laughs> you know, who is he? If you're dead, then who are you? Terry Silver's long lost son. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. like that they brought Mike Barnes back, but Mike Barnes was also like not wanting to be involved in any of this shit. Oh, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, dude. Well, no, he was the one that wanted to go to the house. Was he the one that ended up pushing to go to the house? Oh, yeah, because remember, they broke out of the uh, car or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he was there. But I did like when Daniel found him, like, they built this, like, whole thing. Like, he was, and I knew the whole time watching, I'm like, he is not on the phone with Silver. This is going to end up being, like, a case of mistaken whatever. I don't remember that part. So when Daniel first like finds Mike Barnes, he follows him to like a warehouse and it turns out Mike Barnes owns like a furniture store or some shit. <laughs> but Daniel thinks that Mike Barnes is already in league with Terry Silver at that point. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who exactly was he back in the day? He was the he was the the bad guy that he fought in Karate Kid 3, which is the worst okay. of the Karate Kid movies. <laughs> I'm actually surprised they could find the dude. What we're waiting for and what season six needs to have is Hillary Swank needs to come in as the next right. karate kid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nah, she has a daughter because we know her old ass is not the next karate kid. Is she going to move in next door to the LaRussos? Maybe that's the way they should play it. Right, she becomes and have a daughter, and she just wants some shit. Like I'm not joining none of y'all shit. I'm joining the competition under myself, <laughs> and wipe all these. And let maybe me she'll be young married. Ladies maybe out. she'll be married to the kid from the next Karate Kid that helped her with the Falcon. <laughs> and that's ironically gonna be Jaden Smith. <laughs> And they have a little mocha latte that's mocha running child. around okay. doing high kicks and the, the kung fu like split kicks. <laughs> that one, the Will Smith or the Jaden Smith version of Karate Kid was complete and utter bullshit because they weren't even doing karate. They were doing kung fu. Those are two different things. Oh, you were talking about that. I was thinking that they would never let a little nigga kid go to the uh, <laughs> festival with a little Japanese girl. You're probably right. Or wherever they were. <laughs> no, nah, that's not happening. It'd be worse in Korea, but yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. Oh, man. I'm trying to think what else. So there's been a couple of big shows, at least ones that I've been interested in lately. Like, Andor's going on right now, so that's Cassie and Andor. What is that? Explain that to me, please. So, the movie Rogue One is basically... Star Wars. Star Wars, yep. Okay, okay. So now I'm I'm following, okay. So, Andor is about Cassie and Andor, who's the main character in Rogue One. Rogue One happens just before, like, the original trilogy does. It's really about stealing the Death Star plans and all of that. 
And it actually ends on, you know, a little bit of a bummer because everybody in the movie pretty much dies at the end, which is not common for a Star Wars movie. But it's basically about, like, how he got involved in the rebellion. So it's a little more of, like, a... Almost like a spy or heist or thriller than it is kind of what you typically expect from Star Wars. Like, there's right, no right, right, right. there's no mention of the Force in this. What it, is this? What is this uh, on? It's a Disney Plus. Disney Plus. See, at, and it's been a, at least a year now that you've been saying that, <laughs> and I have not. I actually think that you would be a fan of the Mandalorian. You I haven't probably... even logged into yours, and that's <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. I actually think that you you would actually enjoy. I think the the Star Wars live action TV shows because I bet I would too. There's less stuff about like the Force and kind of the mysticism. It is much more yeah, that's kind what of the gets rebellion me. and like or bounty hunting and stuff like that. I think that. The Mandalorian started to go into the force a little bit last year, but overall, like, that's not the story. It's the story of right. the bounty hunter and kind of what he's going through. And then similarly with Cassian and Andor is that it is kind of before the rebellion really gets going, and it's all these splinter kind of terrorist cells, for lack of a better term, or resistance Right, 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 right. And so, like, the main arc of, like, the first four or five episodes is they're basically going to rob the empire. They're going to go and like steal, I don't know, some ridiculous amount of credits, which is the star Wars version of money, like from the empire. And so like they do all your typical heist stuff. Like they embed in the, the forces <coughs> or the empire forces that are supposed to be protecting it. They have a man on the inside. Like the intrigue behind it is, is fairly well done. And I think, that that show just in general is probably one of the better like star Wars live action shows that they've done. So I think they've done four between the Mandalorian, no. Boba Fett, Obi-Wan and Cassie and Andor. Who's and Boba Fett again? Boba Fett's the dude with the jetpack in the original. Oh show yeah. Again. So who's the Mandalorian? He is not Boba Fett, but he is also a Mandalorian. So he wears oh, a Mandalorian okay. armor. Okay, that's interesting. Then I didn't, I didn't connect that either. Yeah, so I think that that's been pretty solid. The other one that came out on Disney Plus, which again you won't have seen, is She Hulk. And She Hulk, oh, the was, movie? No, nah, it's a series. Oh, is that a series? Yeah, and so oh, okay. it is about like Bruce Banner's cousin, who's a lawyer, who like their blood gets in- intermingled for some reason, and like so she gets Hulk powers. <laughs> But the way they do it is a little Deadpoolish in terms of like there's fourth wall breaks. She turns and talks to the camera. It's a little more comedic. It's probably the most female centric they they've done in the Marvel universe, which mm-hmm. may not be for everyone. But it's interesting because they do it as like a little bit of a, a procedural show in terms of like her being a lawyer, and then they throw in some of the superhero elements and some of the like comedic elements that you come to expect. That's because. Ladies like Law and Order. Right. <laughs> and men like superheroes, but we need to, we need to converge the, the two. <laughs> yep. In comes She-Hawk. And to the rescue. The two that I haven't seen that I'm going to try to see over the next week, movie-wise, we got Black Adam and Black Panther 2 coming out. 
And I'm curious to see, like, looking at the trailers for Black Panther 2, like, they treat Chadwick with a lot of reverence. So I think timeline-wise, this happens during the blip after Endgame, but before everybody comes back in Infinity War, or flip that. Mm. And, like, it's... How long was that to everybody else? Five years. Oh. And so it's like, how are they dealing with the passing of T'Challa, the Black Panther? Right, right. But you know that there's going to be some serious emotion behind it because they're actually dealing with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Right, right, right. So I'm just curious to see how that plays out. And it looks like Shuri is going to be at least an interim kind of Black Panther in the middle. And I'm curious to see if she keeps on. So if his sister from the first one. Right. Up the the one that ran the tech shit. Yep. Or if it ends up handing off to someone else. Hmm. Because there was talk that Michael B. Jordan was going to come back because he was the villain in Black Panther. And now that they're doing the whole multiverse thing in the, in the, um, in the Marvel universe, like he could have been Black Panther in another universe and he could come in and kind of take up T'Challa's mantle. Right. With the right. story being that he's not from like our timeline, he's from another timeline. Right. But I actually don't know a ton about it. This is actually one that I haven't like tracked trailers and that kind of stuff on. <clears throat> and so I'm excited to just go see it and like enjoy it instead of having expectations for it. And then similarly for Black Adam, I mean it's the rock and it's a superhero movie. What else can you do? Mm, I'm over the rock. <laughs> You're over the rock? I thought we were just over the rock and Kevin Hart together. I think I'm over them both. I think they both played themselves out with me. <laughs> I think I was over the rock at the Super Bowl last year. And then he kicked off the season, too. Over the rock. The Bills-Rams game, he kicked off the season. Finally. Football yeah, it's not the, back. Yeah, it's not that I don't <laughs> like him. But just... You're just over Give it. me less. He did he did hit a saturation point there for a hot minute. I feel Give like me less. I feel like the last year though, like there hasn't been much of anything, but he still had shit coming out. <laughs> so right. it's almost like he's a bigger percentage of what's come out than like because the man never sleeps. <laughs> no, I'm cool. He's like I'm cool on the rock. I don't even like Will Smith. Bring his slapping ass back. Keep my wife's name out. (laughs) Man, you still couldn't. You still couldn't convince me that 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 wasn't staged a bit. Yeah. I think it was staged and it went there. I'm kind of with you because there was never really any kind of repercussion or anything like that and all that happened. I mean, didn't they uh, ban him from the Oscars for 10 years? Yeah, but they didn't strip him of anything. No. And we know how hard it is for a nigga to get an Oscar, so... (laughs) Denzel had to be got it. He He did it. Mission accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it wasn't even that good of a joke. Listen. It didn't even make sense. Nah, it made sense. Mm, debatable. 
It made perfect sense. I get it. I get it. She did look <laughs> black G.I. Jane-ish. Oh, man. The last... But, I mean, that's insensitive, I guess. Right. If you don't know... If you don't know why. Right. But I didn't learn why until... After, after this at all happened. You sitting in the front row, you ain't above none of this shit. These is jokes. They fly at everybody. everybody. Bullets have no name. You think jokes do? <laughs> Fuck, why are you at the Oscars? That's all I got to say about it, you know? <laughs> I think the last show that has been out that I kind of tagged along with and watched in full, well, actually, there's Two or three. And actually, one may spin into a different conversation. So I'm going to start with House of the Dragon just because it is top of the zeitgeist. Obviously, the spinoff from Game of Thrones takes place... Right, right, right. I don't know, 400, 300-something-odd years before Before Game all of that Thrones. bullshit. And it's a much more contained story than Game of Thrones was. Like, Game of Thrones felt like there was always 30 different plot lines going on. I'm not saying this one doesn't have multiple plot lines, but it's right, it right, is, right. it's like two or three at a time. Is this still made by what's the name? So George R. R. Martin, it is based yeah. on the Song of Fire and Ice, which is like a prequel book to Game of Thrones. Okay. But it is less or it actually goes into more detail than those than the book. What is the yeah. Song of Fire and Ice? The dragons in the uh and the White, the Walkers. White Walkers. Yep. And it's actually a pretty okay. big plot point of the show in terms of the prophecy around the Song of Fire and Ice. And it's Is actually, that where the dragons went in the first place? It's actually kind of the reason why the end of the series happens. Is, that there's a is there an ice dragon? There is not yet, but there are like 15 there or will 17 be. dragons at this point. There will be an ice dragon. And so the Targaryens are in power and like you hear about that? Yeah. Ten steps ahead. I There's a nice you. dragon. Probably. Probably not. And they're preparing for it right now. <laughs> and if they weren't, that's why. That's why all the dragons died. Listen, <laughs> we know they're you already... hope for a multiverse in Game of Thrones, motherfucker. <laughs> but y'all know about the steps. Right. No doubt. But you do get <laughs> you do get to learn like why the Targaryen dynasty is all fucked up. All the inbreeding and stuff, like, it's, right. it's crazy. <laughs> but it's done really well, and it's more of a character story it's, than I think Game of Thrones was. Like, it's Game better than that last season? I would put this first season of House of the Dragon above the last season of Game of Thrones, yeah. Okay, because that was the controversial one. It was. Right. And it was the first time that they had kind of ran out of the source material from George R. R. Martin. Right, 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 right. So. Right. So watch that one. I would give that one a recommendation. I'd say go watch that one. Um, the last one that I've watched lately was Dahmer. And it sounds like that Dahmer has been a, like, I don't know, a Twitter controversy or just a social dialogue controversy. Right, right, right. Because are you glorifying it, et cetera? And, 
I mean, I get, I guess I get the commentary around it. Like, it's a good show. I'm going to say that. It was a good show. I mean, my whole thing, and I might sound ignorant as hell, but I will not watch a show where you fucking and killing black folks. Oh, yeah, and that's like all the show is. Yeah, I won't watch that. <laughs> and I feel like that that that's in a way... <clears throat> That's in a way I feel like. Let me stop. Let me stop right now. Because what I will say is the Kanye shit, the Kyrie shit, the anti Semitism shit, all that shit is by design. Dimer shit included. All that is is to rile motherfuckers up. Because it does get motherfuckers riled up. And they yeah. know it gets motherfuckers riled up. And that's why they present and portray and all that shit. They do all that just to get motherfuckers riled up. Which leads me to my next inadvertent thought. Okay. Black people need to stop using the word brother and sister to people outside their race. And the reason why I say that, that may sound harsh, right? But the reason why I say that is we're all family, right? But let's be honest, everybody else are cousins. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Because I, I done been fucked up, jumped, all kinds of shit. And told my cousins, and they like, oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I hear where you're going. But let something happen to my brother or sister. I'll be in jail tomorrow. You hear what I'm saying? Yep. So if you got somebody that's steady saying, I'm sorry that's happened to you. And you expecting them to be like, well, shit, can you help me out too? That's not your brother. That's not your sister. That's your cousin. I actually... You hear what I'm saying? I do. And the reason why I'm laughing through it is that we have a rule on the team around the N-word. And so what the kids do <laughs> is go, brother, brother, brother. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, I mean, I and that, that works. Though. You're not wrong when with you... that. Like, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I understand the argument because anybody that's ignorant to the fact of the whole conversation and the whole that I'm including would say, but you don't treat your own like brothers. That's also by design. Yep. That's by design. You feel Absolutely. what I'm saying? And without getting all the way into it, because I know it's a sensitive subject, but the whole Kanye West and Kyrie thing, right? All right. I feel so like as as somebody that has been disconnected from like the outside world for probably the last, call it the last month, right? Explain the situation to me. So Kanye West is ill. Don't get me wrong. That's a that's an ill nigga. But at the same time, he's still a brother. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? 
Now, we know how much the industry can torment and make a motherfucker crazy. He's just playing into it all is what's going on. That's what's happening currently. But he says some very insensitive things to the Jewish community. Started out not so insensitive. Like he was just speaking his truth. And yeah. I, I respect the interviewer because he was like, let's not just say the Jewish community. Let's say the people's names that did you wrong. That's right. the one thing I was like, yeah, do that. Amen. Right. Be specific, because when you blame right. a community, you're blaming a whole people, which is exactly what black folks don't want to have happen to them either. No, that that's that, that's the truth. But it's in it, it seems to be inevitable, inevitable. for us. Is what I'm <laughs> saying. And that's why it's a lot of black folks like, well, I guess they proven a point. Nah, it's not that a point's being proven. It's it's much deeper than all of this. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is for white people, Jewish people, whatever you feel, it's very hard for you to judge a black person off of knowledge of Judaism. Yep. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? And the reason why I say that is because this is a group of people who've been taken from the homeland. You feel what I'm saying? Brought here, history erased. So we're struggling to figure out who we are. Now, the issue with Kyrie Irving was he posted a documentary, and the documentary is called From Hebrews to Negroes. Now, the plot of the documentary is basically saying we know the ancient Hebrew to have come from Africa, so they would look more like me than you. Gotcha. Now, beyond that, that's not, you know, the worst of it. They used, you know, I haven't seen the documentary, but what I'm from what I've heard, they use some rhetoric, same rhetoric that was used by Nazis in that, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Now it doesn't matter what you believe you are or who they are. Once you start doing that, that's fucked up. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not against saying that. But I'm saying as a black people or as a African American, whatever you want to call it trying to figure their own self out. Yeah. You can't be mad they don't know you. Agree with that. Like there as a as a people you had history. And I don't mean to say they like I'm not included, you know what I'm saying? No, but I just but you had history ripped away from you. You had your culture ripped away from you. You had all of that ripped away from you or asked to basically start from ground zero. Sometime in like the 1880s, 1870s. And so as a people, African-Americans in particular have only been around for like 100 years. That's not a ton of time to kind of rebuild a culture and identity, etc. When you've been shunned as the other by the culture with which you are surrounded. And, and then so beyond I get exactly that, right? What the whole saying. point of anti-Semitism being so bad is because they teach their kids that the Holocaust could happen again. Right. We know slavery took place. 
we know that there were concentration camps in the United States for slaves. All that's factual. So the fact that we share that, but you don't share the same sentiment Sentiment around what we're going through, that's why you're cousins and you're not brothers and sisters. I get that. And that's why I feel like it's all just a stir. This whole everything that's going on currently is to stir it all up. Oh, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure if the, I won't call them powers that be, but I'm pretty sure if the people that were trying to hold on to their divinity, so to speak, could they take both of us out in one while? Absolutely. Because how do you how do you secure power? You eliminate the threat to it. And you want to bring it all the way full circle? Because motherfuckers don't think steps ahead. True. Steps ahead. That's what you do. But I mean, they say the one thing about common sense is it's not that common. Common. (laughs) No. Absolutely. But that's where I was. I don't know. I just had that. Pop no, in my I, head. I think that that was honestly. I was expecting something to come out of that reference to Dahmer is where we started with there, and I'm with you. Like I think it makes sense. Like why? Why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like why? And then the fact that that what's upsetting black people so much is that not that you made it. It's that people is just glorifying it. Like oh yeah, we love that. We love Dahmer. We love right. Dahmer now, and it's like well. Why so much? Well, that's where, like... Is it that you love him or you love the fact that he didn't love up? Like, what is it? You love, yeah. No, and I get that. And I think that that's where, from a sensitivity standpoint, they could have done what, like, the Ted Bundy show did, which was, it was, like, shockingly evil, vile, and something or whatever. Right. Like, they could have not named it after him. They could have done something to frame it differently. And on top of that, to your point, like the fact that he did develop such a devote following, it does bring up those feelings of like, why are we glorifying this? Why are we bringing attention to it? And I guess what it comes down to, And I say that as somebody that watched the show and thought it was a well-done show. Like, that's not going to say that I'm like saying Dahmer is a good thing. Like, no, the fact that that happened and got away with it. Like, I do like that in the last couple of episodes, they tried to tackle like the fact that nothing really came of it. Well, see, here's where like, yeah, really he got gets his wild, just right? in prison, but like nothing came systemically about it. Go ahead. You would feel comfortable to release that, right? But if Kyrie retweets a documentary that may have falsehoods in it that's on currently on Amazon.com, he's suspended indefinitely from his career. Yeah. All I'm saying is that black people aren't awarded the same sensitivity. I agree with that. That is hyper uber sensitivity when we talk about anti-Semitism. It's not at all the same. It's because they control the networks. No. But but I mean, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying but I mean like I agree. No, no, no. But I let's understand. be honest, they have hands. 
just like a lot of people are having hands, it's just ironic that we can name all of our hands on one hand. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And one of them just lost all his Adidas contracts, all that. The next would be Tyler Perry. And that's smart of him to go to Atlanta of all places, because at least you're protected by community. Yep. We don't have enough on one hand for people to be lopping off fingers. Right. How about teach? How about teach? We're willing to learn. We trying to figure out about ourselves. Yeah. Teach. We learned about y'all all throughout our elementary and high school. You know what I'm saying? Teach. Absolutely. Absolutely. But well, it's by design. You don't have the influence at the the levels of which to guarantee that level of education. I mean, it's funny because I, I think if this came through in the chat, like don't have a lot of black billionaires or millionaires that are in there throwing around the cash to hold political weight. They don't exist. And you don't have anything because African Americans are separate from Africans. Yeah. Africans don't claim you like that. Well, Americans where... don't claim you like that. Right. We don't have an embassy. There's no African American embassy for us to run to. So all I'm saying is if you yourself went through some horrendous shit, you would think you would sympathize, empathize, or other with someone else who's been through similar. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I don't know anything. That's all it comes down to to me. I don't care about none of that bullshit. I don't care nothing about what he's talking about or she's talking about. I don't care whether she and he's talking about my people or their. All I'm saying is leave me the fuck out of it until I have to get into it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, and it's all that's sense. what I'm saying. And it's all it's all right now. We're a shaken bottle of cola. It's just a matter of what twists the cat, what pops it off. And we've been that way. We've been that way since about Trump. Trump riled us up, then COVID riled us up. Then Biden came out and it's not a whole lot going on. So let's bring out all this bullshit to rile us up. Yeah. But that's the name of the game. Get you riled. I'm not worried about none well, of it until and, and to your some point, of it hits my doorstep. And taking it back full circle again, seeing around corners, and we use this one in football all the time, fake fight over here, real fight right. over here. Right. And if I get you riled up and worried about the fake distraction over here, you're not paying attention to the real shit. And that's the question with the real shit. What, what's really going on? Because I ain't, I don't know. I don't have a clue. <laughs> that's the iron fucking curtain. You think I can see behind that shit? Don't ask me. I'm just here to talk my shit. <laughs> and maybe occasionally see if we agree. Um... 
trying to think. Anything to kind of wrap us up. There was one other show. Uh, I think my mom dropped it in the chat about Rings of Power. The Lord yeah, of the, the Rings uh, series Amazon, Prime, Amazon Prime. Prime. To be honest. I started it. I did the same, and I couldn't get into it. And what I've heard is it picks up after, like, the I'm third sure. episode. But, like, but people should know that by now. You right. think that producers and all these people don't know that it's tough to get into something? Get us into it. But Lord of the Rings in particular, like that's dense to begin with. Mm-hmm. And, so and they got to explain where they're at. Where they're at in the timeline. Who's Who are the players? Blah, blah, blah. Like, So I think I've watched the first six episodes, but they've been far enough apart when I've watched them that like it's not connecting for me. I actually think the way to watch that show is to go back on and shrooms. binge it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, on shrooms. Rewind. Too, but but do, it on, do it on shrooms and binge it. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just playing. So that's that's one that I haven't necessarily gotten into. Like, it started to pull me in in, like, episode four or five, but then other shows were wrapping up, and I cared more about watching the other shows that were the other one that I'm starting to go back with now is the what looks like the next season of Handmaiden's Tale. But that's another one that, like, similar to what you're saying about black folks and Dahmer, women are getting to the point with Handmaid's Tale, like, nah, this shit's a little too real now with all of the, you know, body legislation and shit like that. Like, all right, I mean, Listen, I get it. I'm just saying. I'm just Art saying for a lot of people, and I think art. I said it back in the day, too, around them George Floyd times, it's going to come a time where you're going to have to make a choice. Yep. Except me. I'm, choice... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a upper-middle-class white guy, so I don't yeah, have to Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to make a choice as well. <laughs> and it may be, uh, Ma, I'm coming to the island. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be a choice. Shit's. It is I bubbling. Mean, it does feel like it's still bubbling at the surface. Like we talked about it a little bit with, you know, January sixth, and even Trump being elected in the first place, and you know, the war COVID. with uh, Russia and Ukraine didn't do anything but warm the world up to the. the See, that's the thing, right? Like is other places war. have been at war. Yeah, that's true. It's the United States and the the Great Britons and the, all them who been able to live comfortably. The supposed superpowers that haven't had to worry about it. But you just said it right. Fake fight, fake fight over here. Real fight over here. And my whole thing is, if this Russian Ukrainian war can boil up to be big enough, hasn't quite done it yet, but it's still potential to grow. Well, and the fact that then it may be time part, for other people to start taking shots. Well, and on top of that, like for the most part, world powers or superpowers staying out of it. Like, yeah, there's been sanctions, and yes, we have funded Ukrainian kind of resistance. And, yeah, you said that's but, what I'm saying, and you say that now, but right now, I think what this is is the um, CIA and equivalent. Now it's time to call my soldiers in and get y'all into this place to disrupt. Well, and I also think that with the advancement of technology, especially unmanned technology, 
that still has mass destructive capabilities, we're probably involved, but in a way where we don't have boots on ground because we don't have to. Right. We've done that. We've done the groundwork, the legwork years ago. And that's what's starting to happen more and more. But there's others that have as well. That's true. We just look at it as an American. See, Americans are fat. They're greedy. They want the meat. You seen that Burger King $5 meal now? <laughs> yeah. You get the Whopper, the barbecue Whopper, the uh, chicken nuggets, the fries, and the Coke. Anymore. I didn't think we could get anything for $5 anymore. But. And listen, when I saw the deal, I was like, Damn, all right. Oh, my God. I might have to check <laughs> Burger King. Then I thought, that's some sheep shit. Because who wants two burgers? I don't want none of that if you're giving that away for that. That's 30,000 calories for $5. <laughs> I don't want none of that. I'll cook my own food. I don't need none of that. But what I'm getting at is, I don't even know what I'm getting at is. Right. That's right. <laughs> what were we talking about before? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, my mind just went blank. Blank. I told you I was good at that shit, man. All right, man. Well, we're about an uh, hour and a half in, which was kind of where we had started yeah. rounding the show down to. What you got? You got anything else before we uh, call it a night? No, I can't get back on track. I've been trying to hop back on, but my <laughs> little RC cars just ain't hitting. Um, <laughs> love everybody. Love everybody. And do us a favor. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. I'll pull that one in for Mr. Jennings over here. You but know, tell a friend, tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Tell them to troll. <laughs> Absolutely. And it is good to be back. We will do our best to actually have a topic for next week. <laughs> Maybe a guest. No, nah, sorry. Y'all together. caught up on what we missed. True. Fuck y'all missed. What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all we got for tonight. Peace out, fools.
not that I volunteer for, but it'd be a situation where they're arguing about sports and then they call me on three-way and then the next thing we know, we talking about life and shit. Logan's a, a, a recovering alcoholic. Right, smoke weed and all that, but... <laughs> Nah, he's just a good dude all around. I like him. And I like his uh, thought process. Okay. He has a nice thought process. I can see yeah. him. And Malcolm's like, you probably like do foods agree more than like trying to be funny. Like, we going to kick you off and hit the showers. You're going to have to go over there because <laughs> that's better. It's better content. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I can see us getting into a conversation like we do with uh, Matt. Okay. I mean, with Logan. Reach out to him, ask him if see if there's anything he wants to, to talk about. I surely will. And I've got to sure get all, all harassed Luke. I want to get Luke back on because it's been a minute. I got a few people. Jake been calling me too. I might want to yeah. bring Jake back on. He ain't staying at my house no more. Shouldn't know. I don't care if you're transitioning to a man. Shouldn't know females smell that fucking bad. What the fuck is that? I mean, the flip side is the studio's more spread out now, too. (laughs) Nah, I'm talking about you sleeping on my couch after we got Got back and my couch happened to smell of you. Nah, that's too much. That's too much. I will have That's to think much. about what's a good way to get the guest couch on here. I do like this dude. What do you mean? Oh, oh, I know like, you mean. Like, in you order to kind of get a wide shot or whatever, like, I think I, I think I know what I can do with it. No, I'm going to be over there. Um, everything definitely been calming down here. Somebody, somebody did come uh, film a video where my nigga got killed, but I think it was his people.